Alrighty, so hot hatches. What are we looking at? We're looking at the i30N, looking at the Megan RS Sport in a manual. Yep. Looking at the uh, Honda Type R. Yep. Possibly see if we can line up the Focus RS and the STI Subaru as well. Can I throw um, two, the, one more car in the mix? Yeah. Just as, as one, if we can get a test drive, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. I want to see what the new Suzuki Sport Swift, Suzuki Swift Sport is like, the turbo yep. one that got a faster time around the track than the uh, latest Renault Clio. Okay. But yeah, go on with the list. So I've I've booked in the Hyundai. I've booked in the the Type R. Oh, you've booked, booked in the in Hyundai the, already. What what time, when's that yeah. booked in for? So I think we've got we've got the Type R at nine. We've got the Hyundai at eleven. Yep. And we have the Megan at one. So um, the Subaru I haven't booked in yet. I haven't heard back from for the latest on Megane, the RS, the two seventy five or the two eighty or whatever. Yes. It is. Ooh. Uh, well, well, whatever the latest and greatest is that they're selling here, which I'm pretty sure is just the, the first. It's not. It's not the. It's not the boosted one. It's not the three hundred. That's not out yet. Yeah. No. <clears throat> you don't. Honestly, I don't even know if you want the three hundred for the road. <laughs> oh, dude, I always want more power. Yeah. I have no issues with power. Yeah. So, but you, as you are aware from your previous um, rally car experience, there are levels to which a car can be taken before it becomes impractical. Yeah, but we're talking about modern day cars here that you're just buying from the from the from the showroom, right? They're, they're mm. designed to be everything. It's they they do the they do the performance and they do the the day to day, you know, as as daily drivers. Whereas you know. Comparing that to a is it to to a, you know early nineteen nineties, um, you know, car that was basically souped up for the track. Yes, yeah, is, is not really. A fair you know comparison. the McGann, the McGann, the the record breaking McGann that you almost bought. Yep. Almost all of them the are back up for sale. For about 35, 35, 30 to thirty five grand, no one kept one. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of people lease them. People don't keep these cars for. I mean, look but, at me. You, you lease them, then you get rid of them. Sure, but what, I guess what I'm saying is they they didn't hold value. They're very uncomfortable. That one. I think the two, the one just below it, the one we test drove, would be the livable one. Because mm. for the average person, I'm not saying for us. I like a rough car. You know, I've got racing everything put in my car, and it's bumpy as hell for the average person. But yeah, who cares about the average person? We're not average people. Let's talk about us. Yeah, okay. We matter. Okay. The world revolves around us. So, STI, got to throw it in there. Oh, you have to definitely compare it. At a certain level, it's still a benchmark. The latest version But I'm not expecting much. Is still an all-wheel drive, turbocharged. How much power have they got now? I think it's sitting at about 340 horsepower, isn't it? What's, what's that in kilowasps? I don't know about... In picograms. What's that in pico watts? All right, so let's have a look. Twenty nineteen Subaru STI, the top of the line one too, not the, not the um the Pretender. Uh, you mean the WRX? All the power's the same. The yeah. prices vary, but that's more around options. Uh, the power output is exactly the same across all of them, at least here in Australia. Oh, okay, one of them has way better seats, brakes, and suspension. You want to get that one. 
Yeah. Hmm. Like there's a there's this there's a WRX STI <laughs> premium <laughs> and a WRX Co- STI. Cor- Corman disagrees. He yeah, disagrees. I don't know he's what like, he's barking at. He's like, yeah, it's probably not worth it. No, I don't mean for the price. I just mean in general, they they exist. They exist. Yeah, I like the look of the STI. It's just unfortunate that they haven't really changed the technology. I'm going to have to check this door. Gorman's going nuts at the front door. All right. While you're doing that, let's have a look. So, 268 horsepower. So, it's actually less than what I indicated. There was literally it, nothing it, there. He was going ape shit at the front door. He never does that when nothing's there. I have no idea what he was doing. Anyway. 310 horsepower, 290 pound feet of torque. And this is the .com website. Oh, you know why? Because I'm on my VPN. <gasps> yeah, what are you doing? What's the... WRX STI <clears throat> Okay, I'm now on the Australian website. Very good. Okay, so let's have a look. The full specs and features for the STI all wheel drive. Engine. Performance. 221 kilowatts at 6,000 RPM, 407 newton meters of torque at 4,000 RPM, 0 to 105.2 seconds. Shitty fuel economy because it's a boxer engine. Like I said, old technology, but who cares about fuel efficiency? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so those are the power specs on that one. <clears throat> That just seems, yeah, it just doesn't seem like enough considering you can get in cars that are 260, 270. I don't know. I guess it depends about the balance and the performance overall. And it's expensive. It's $57,000 for the base model. Yeah, that's because it's all-wheel drive. A lot of these other ones are just front-wheel drive. You're paying for that. Like, that's an expensive thing to do properly. Right? With with arguable, uh, arguable benefit. True. The car ends up weighing a couple of hundred kilos more because of the the, the suspension, and then yeah, I mean you have to make up for that somewhere. So I'm pretty sure the Type R, the Honda City Honda, Type R, yep, seems to be beating the RS in just about every track, and the RS has all-wheel drive. The RS focus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the... Really? Mm-hmm. How much power does the Honda have? 300. Brake horsepower. But... But it weighs you, 200 kilos less, right? Yeah. So, lighter vehicle, better chassis design, clever suspension design. Is it better chassis or just, just lighter? Chassis. Guaranteed. They put a lot of R&D into the chassis. Yeah. 
I've been doing lots of um, watching lots of documentaries around um, not documentaries, just reviews and lots and, like, watching yeah, lots of rea- reality TV shows about <laughs> about the Honda R and D. Where they they're like, we took all of the Honda R and D development team and put them in a house for nine weeks with no <laughs> internet and no phone. They had to design a car a week. Well, look what happened. And at the end, the final Gordon. survivor gets to design the Civic Type R. <laughs> or, uh, Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> what the fuck is Swearing this engine? at the cars. What the fuck is this engine? You call that efficiency? I want better mileage. Oh, you've got a sausage stuck in the exhaust pipe. You're a fucking <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> you could do a lot of funny uh, crossover TV shows. Like Master Mechanic. He's like, I'm standing there and I'm freaking out. I could be going home. I've got a minute to fix this engine and I don't even know if the car's going to start. <laughs> <laughs> the judges are looking. He's like, this may be, look, mate, this may be the most important car you work on for the rest of your life. <laughs> and look at it. It tastes amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a funny show, actually. Master Mechanic. You could make it work. Yeah, it'd be a really interesting show. You have like the top you know two why, guys as judges. Back to the cars. I think the reason why... I'm going to need to ring these guys up. So I sent them an email to try and book it in and normally they just come back to you. But um, Ford, oh, I haven't heard yeah. anything back on the RS and I'm just wondering if the thing is even available anymore. There's, there's some limited edition, but maybe it hasn't. Available. I think they're like new stock. They were pretty limited edition when they first came out, and that actual new limited one was all on pre-orders. I think they're pretty keen to get that one out of the showrooms and get the next model that has fixed all the problems that one had. You know, I like the look of it in blue. I kind yeah, of. Like I've never it. driven it. It doesn't look. I mean, I've sat in one. A guy at work had one, and they're okay. <laughs> I just okay. don't like them. Do you know what? You know what the interesting thing about them is? The seat feels high mm-hmm. like the Colt does. Right. Like the body. You know how for years, the Lancer Evolution was the Lancer, and they turned it into an Evo, and then finally with the ten, they built the Evo first, and then specced it down to make the Lancer. <clears throat> Lancer GSR is that the one you're talking about? The first one. No, just all of them were just a, they were the road car and then they just specced it up until they had an Evo, right? Yeah. And then on the 10th one, they built the Evo first and then they specced it down until they had a road car. The Focus is still a road car specced up to be the RS. Does that make sense? Whereas the Civic Type R is the same as the Evo where it was built as the sports car first and then they've done specced down versions until they got to the normal Civic. I'm not sure they did that. I, I read, it, I I read about it. That's what they said they did. They built it as a performance okay. car first and then cut it down and like took all the stuff away. Yeah, I don't think... Look, I'm looking at car sales right now yeah. and there are no... There's 2017 models in here with like low Ks. Yeah, but you don't want one of those. They're the ones with the dodgy stuff that needed recalls and all that. Yeah, but my point being that there aren't any new ones. No, there are none. They're waiting for... The, they're releasing a new model in like 2020. Yeah, so if I do a search for 20... Yeah, there's no 2018 model. So yeah, the 2017 was the last of them. Mm. 
They had a lot of problems with them. They weren't ready for a high-powered performance car like that. Like, you know how when it came out, everyone was like, whoa, 270 kilowatts, 50 grand. That's amazing. There's a reason why car companies, like, there's a reason why Subaru and Mitsubishi never released, like, factory 270 kilowatt Evos and, um, and WRXs, you know? So I'm just going to do a quick search for Focus RS quality issues. Carmaker admits the 2.3 liter turbo 4 can suffer coolant loss and misfire problems when cold. Fix said to be on the way. Ford UK has been forced to admit early versions of its Focus RS can develop an engine issue that seems to misfire, lose coolant and emit white smoke and running during its warm-up cycle. That's awful. And there's a bunch of other minor issues that the guy who had one at work was talk- talking to me about because he was he had one. He had one of the first ones in Australia. And he was talking yeah. to me about everything that happened. And even even the, the Ford Service Center, who were meant to be doing all the recall stuff, he'd get it back with a dent in it. It was just a mess. He regretted it so hardcore. Stay away from the Fords then. I just think for now. So, I think the smaller so the one's most... fine. I think the ST, the Fiesta ST is cool. But I think the high performance ones give them a miss. They're not breaking lap records, you know what I mean? Stick to the Renault and the and the Honda. Check this out. The most notable issue shared in owners, groups, and forums is a blown head gaskets. Yeah. While there has been some speculation on underlying issues, there hasn't been an official answer for it. Of course not. But um, holy shit, man. That's pretty ordinary. Yeah, there's a reason they don't release cars with 270 kilowatts to the general public. Unless they're 90 grand, you know? Like an RS3. Exactly. Holy crap. Yeah. Exactly like an RS3. Or or the or the Mercedes, whatever. Or when they do do it, like you have to to get the Evo performing like that, you buy a sixty grand Evo and then they TMR down in Dandenong spend fifteen grand on it to turn it to a three hundred kilowatt car. You know. Yeah. They do it all properly. They don't just release it for $50,000 with 270 kilowatts and hope it's okay. How do they get that wrong? So apparently the root cause of that is that they installed the wrong head gaskets on the engines. Well, they say that. So they were... You think that's real? Well, according to this article, there's like specific um, spec numbers and engines that have been pulled apart and, and that you can see mismatches in the head gaskets in the numbers so the wrong parts there's something wrong with their production line wow wow holy crap all I can, can you say get to that, that wrong? is wow that's either insanely <laughs> bad manufacturing or a really bad lie to cover up a bad choice either way either way don't don't get one <laughs> yeah and also they didn't get back to you about a test drive yeah, because they don't have any. Okay. All right. So we scratched that one. So at least for the 25th of May, we have scheduled the uh, McGann, the Type R, and the Hyundai. Yeah. Curious about what the Hyundai is going to be like. I feel like it's just going to feel a little underpowered. I think the annoying thing about the Hyundai will be its interior. How come? Very plasticky. Oh, really? I've heard the interior was okay. Not compared to all of its competitors. Oh, okay. The compelling, the compelling uh, 
thing about the uh, i30N is the price, man, because performance-wise, it's pretty good. It's pretty close. Yeah. To its competitors, but it's ten, significantly cheaper. It's, what it's is like it? ten grand 40 less. Forty grand. Yeah, you can pick ones up like a 20, uh, 2018 model with like two thousand Ks in it for thirty five thousand dollars. Really? It's outrageous. Yeah. How come? Is that just because everyone who wants a sports car is buying something else because because of the name? Exactly. Yeah. They're trying to break it into the into the market, so yeah. yeah. It's crazy cheap. There's two turbo ones. There's a 160 kilowatt one and a 200 kilowatt one. Hyundai? Yeah. Like there's a semi-sport, which is like a 1.6 liter turbo. Same as like the Veloster. You know how the Veloster had a 1.6 and a 2 liter? They've done a Veloster uh, N. Yeah. I'm not sure if you can get it in Australia though. No, you can't. Not yet. You can get it in the States, but... That actually looks all right too. But I think if I had the choice between the Fastback, the the Hatch and the Veloster, I would still get the Hatch. Oh, the Hatch, yeah. It looks... it's It just suits it more. Hmm. Kind of looks like a, a low-rent version of a BMW i30. Not i30. 30i. 300i. What do they call it? The i something? Something i. From the back and the side, it looks like a... A Golf R or a GTI, but from the front, yeah, it looks a bit more like a... A BMW. Mm. It's an interesting... It's a nice looking car. Yeah, I like it. I've seen a couple around. And the the color, that blue is nice. Mm. The blue and the red. That sky blue. Um, Yeah, what are you thinking? If you weren't weren't able to test drive them, which one would you pick straight off the bat? The the Type R. Yeah. But uh, but there's bias there because I've driven it. Just oh, yeah. haven't driven it course, yeah. properly. Yeah, <clears throat> but you like just got to drive them and drive. see what you think. Yeah, yeah. Fuck nine o'clock start. That's gonna be early. Early boy. We can rock up there a bit later if you want. No, 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 no. I can do it. It's fine. It's just early. It's just, it's just a good. Yeah. What date is that? Twenty fifth. Yep, Saturday, twenty yeah, fifth. Cool. cool, cool, cool. Did you hear that? And Gordon? that's it. I don't think. There isn't much else. Not for sports cars. I mean, like the only other ones are the smaller ones and you're not getting a Golf GTI. No. You're not looking at a Golf R. Nope. Because they're basically tuned down versions of your Audi RS3. Yeah. You're not getting a uh, the Fiesta ST isn't out yet. And yeah, they're a couple of... They're a tier down from... It's kind they of are, but you between... just gotta, I think it's good to test things to see how they feel. Some cars you get in there just feel good. You know? Yeah. You never know. You never know. I do agree though. Ah. I wouldn't expect it to be in the same performance bracket or feel feel as good. The Supra. When's that out though? Isn't that like seventy grand and not out yet? It's out in the States. Not out here. And I was watching some reviews of it and yeah, the reviews are really, really good. Good um good feedback. No real criticisms of the vehicle, it handles really well, it's got good power. It's effectively a BMW Z four. So it's a BMW engine. Toyota did its own testing. And I think they modified the tuning a little bit, but yeah. Um 
they did everything else. The waiting list is already over uh, 12 months. Oh, yeah. It doesn't surprise me. That's an iconic vehicle. And then in about four or five years' time, there'll be heaps of them everywhere, a bit like the 86. <clears throat> Three-litre turbocharged, 500 newton metres of torque. It weighs less than the original Supra, which is interesting given that, you know, how most cars just seem to get heavier and fatter. Um, is it all-wheel drive? So there's that. No, it's rear-wheel drive. It's really? also... Yes. Yep. Well. Rear-wheel drive with electronically controlled active differential. The It's the same length as an 86, but has a... Um, shorter wheelbase and 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 a wider um, uh, wider track, so it's a more stable vehicle. It's very low to the ground. It's actually quite a small car. What about the awesome. Porsche nine eleven Speedster? Nine eleven. Have you looked up the nine eleven Speedster? Look it up real quick. It's affordable. Let's have a look. Porsche. What's the price on it? 911 Speedster. Speedster. It's um, 515 kilowatts. So I'm looking at I mean, there's about... Uh, hold on. It's only $605,000. <laughs> so basically, they're selling it at, foot, at Foot Locker. You get a, you get a free um, Foot Locker hat with it. A free $16,000 Foot Locker hat. <laughs> and a pair of Reebok pumps that don't fit you. Far out, these things are... Well, I mean, they're supercars, so you'd expect them to... 600 grand though. Uh, it's about exclusivity. No, I understand the concept of it. It's still it's still stupid. Buying one is still 90, stupid. Like $600,000 is stupid. If you think that's stupid, a 93 Porsche 911 Turbo 964 in manual, uh, $1.2 million. Oh, yeah. That's even it's a 93 stupider. Model. Like, who who has that much money and that's their number one priority? $1.2 million. I understand Jeez. having that much money and I understand wanting one of those. I just don't understand being at a point where you're like, oh, what else can I do with this money? Oh, $1.2 on the car. Oh. Well, the guy who's selling it owns two. He owns a new one. Yeah. And he's selling his old one. What a fool. What a fool. <clears throat> Anyways, back to reality. <laughs> yeah. So what are your thoughts on why, which one is which one you'd want to buy? Well, I'm really enjoying and have been enjoying the MX-5. It just yes. lacks that little bit of extra power. Having said that, I'm not keen to let it go. So that's why I want to drive the Type R private heart yeah uh and i'm expecting it will be good but i i'm not 
dying to get rid of the MX-5 because it's an awesome car. So, I mean, that that's one that I have my uh, my heart set on. It's, it's the Type R because when I drove it, it was just... It just felt like when I bought that other one, it just felt perfect. Oh. High revving, power, handling, feedback. You that's the you, thing that the yeah. MX-5 is lacking. It's it's the uh, it's the feedback, you know what which you is have kind to, of annoying. You have to test drive as well. Mm. Is the 370Z Nismo edition. Yeah, how much is that? 55 you can get it for. I don't think I've ever driven a... Um, no. The latest ones are meant to be all right. 245 kilowatt, 3.7 liter, naturally aspirated, rear-wheel drive, 19-inch alloys, Nismo uh, suspension, wider wheelbase, Nismo brakes. It's a pretty interesting package. It could be, the, it could be a little surprise. 370Z. Yeah. That's expensive, dude. That says between fifty-three and seventy-one thousand. Yeah, fifty-three. Yeah, but it's like all those cars. You don't pay full price for them. But it'd be interesting to test drive it. If it's if you're buying a car, you want to look at all the performance cars out there. So how much is the Nismo? There's only two yeah. for sale. Two Nismos for sale in Australia. On the okay, twenty nineteen. They look good. Comes in a manual. Of course. Range and pricing. So, manual transmission. Uh, Roadster or coupe. I'd probably get the coupe. Oh, yeah, definitely. You don't want the... You've had, you've had a Roadster already. You, you know that in Canberra, that's a bit of a... No, no, no. It's not that. I, lo- I love, the, I love the, the MX-5, but the MX-5 is, is designed from the... Ground up like um, that, from, yeah. from the ground up as a road so this is this is a you know you almost say it's a cabriolet they just take the normal one and they chop the roof off yeah uh, I, I could be wrong but yeah no I don't know. you're right um, you are right it is a yeah that's the exact situation and okay so 55 grand okay so add finishing touches <laughs> the page you requested does not exist there so are there are worth? ones around at dealers like demo ones for 50 55 the nismo ones yeah the nismos i'm sure dealers will do deals like it's a it's an interesting looking little like out of left field you know how you were saying there's not many others to choose from that's one to throw in the mix and also to talk to the other dealers about when you're saying to the hyundai dealer or the honda dealer or the renault dealer oh what else are you looking at you can be like yeah i'm pretty keen on the the 370Z as well, and they're often a competitive price, that kind of thing. The more cars you're looking at, the better deal you're going to get from the one you do get. Look, there's one in New South Wales with 1,700 kilometers on it going for uh, 52 grand, but that's X drive away. See that? A brand new one, a 2018 model going for 60 grand drive away, and that's before you, and that's in Victoria. Can you see that picture? Sorry, um, on on the screen. Yeah, it's a serious. Yeah, it's thing. probably an awesome car, man. Yeah, and they've been perfecting it. Unlike some of these cars, which are the first model of that car, the three seventy Z is at like the peak version of it. So, what does a Nismo come with? 
better suspension, cosmetics. better better like touches around the edges. Yeah, I don't know how much actually. I don't know what the difference is. Maybe there's not. Maybe it's all superficial. And it weighs a power to weight ratio, one hundred and seventy point nine watts per kilogram. And it weighs. That's heavy, dude. What? How much is it? Seventeen eighty. Seventeen eighty. That's almost one point eight ton. That's that's a fat car. It's the engine weighs that, right? That's a lot of weight. So I'm just having a look at some shots here for the Nismo. Two hundred fifty-three kilowatts. It, it doesn't speak to me. But you got to test drive it, is what I'm saying. You don't know till you get in it. You might sit in it and go, "Oh, you know what I'm saying." It's got a Nismo strut brace, some badging, body kit. I think it's and the wheels probably. I think it's worth even just walking into the dealer and saying, "What's your 370Z look like?" Even if they just, you know, who knows. It's worth walking into the dealer. Is there a dealer in um, in Philip? Uh, yes, next to next to Volkswagen, but I suspect they may not even have these available for test drives. They may they don't not. Really, they may not. You don't see a lot of them around. They're a very rare car these days. The new ones. Yeah, it's probably one you'd have to um. You'd have to just order from interstate or something like that. It's a very Japanese car, I think. Okay, so Nismo. So, no, they have tuned it. So then it pushes out 253 kilowatts and 370 newton meters of torque. So it's not that, not that really torquey, is it? No, Especially it's naturally car. aspirated. It's a high rever. It's a... You know, straight, it's a six-cylinder, 3.7 litre or whatever. High downforce body kit. You get vibration dampers uh, and chassis reinforcement. Okay, so reduce, reduce body roll. Exterior. It's lowered. Well, do you know what I find interesting about it? The new Supra is this is about the same power, and it's got a turbo, and this doesn't have a turbo. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, I doubt there are any in camera though. Oh, I don't think there would be, but who knows? They might not have put it up on car sales, and might just be sitting in the showroom. Came in last week, that kind of thing. It's worth popping their head in and saying, what do you got? Who knows? They might have a GTR sitting in the showroom. <laughs> you buy a secondhand one. <laughs> that would be... And then that would $10,000 to service it. That would be the car to get. Why don't you get a GTR? No, because I, I just want a, I want a cheap, fun car. Yeah, I don't I want... The, the RS3 is the... Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. The, the, the I'm, rocket. I'm being the silly boy. I reckon the Suzuki Swift is probably the one to go for then. No, nah, that's, uh, that's keep the MX-5. I'm kidding also. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so there are there are some available here in Canberra. ACT is that a Nismo? No, they don't have a Nismo here in Canberra. But you can test drive the other one, and if you liked it, order in the Nismo. Yeah, they do have a Nismo here. In fact, they got they got a couple. Drive away ACT. Uh, but those are in order, I would imagine. They're not demonstrators. Yeah. So there's no demon. By the looks of it, Nismo eight available in the ACT. Where are you looking? Let's see if there's any car sales. I was under car sales they're all, then. They're all auto, aren't but they? But they're all. Uh, there's one manual, but they're sample photos, so which means that they're not available for test driving. Or they just haven't photographed them yet because they're spazzes. Sixty-eight grand. See that? Yeah, that's too much. That might not be how much it ends up costing, though, either. So, what do you got on tomorrow? Other than work and a bit of training. Yeah, it's about it. It's about it. Oh wait, are you going to test drive the Mustang? No. No, that, that's that's going to be as bad as that Focus. They come out of the same factories, and I've the already V8. Heard that the yeah, it's the a completely different factory. Issues. The V8 is a completely different car. It's the same company. It's a different different with same, country. With the same dodgy quality controls. Uh, they haven't had any. You issues. You disagree? With, they haven't had any issues. It's a different thing. The 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 Mustangs come out of the. That's a different different scenario. It's a whole different kettle of fish. I reckon that'd be a fun, so, a fun one to look at. While some minor leaks are acceptable, quite a few Mustang owners experience overheating problems. On the turbo or the V8? I don't and mean the turbo. The turbo is the same engine as the Focus. I mean the V8. Low quality defective radiators. And shitty coolant hoses. Reliability issues. MPG problems. It's it's Ford, dude. Ford. It's the same thing with with uh, the Rangers. Yeah. The Ford Rangers. Same. And that's it. So between the Type R, the Megane, the Volkswagens we've covered. Ford Focus can't do. Subaru. Subaru. There's no more Mitsubishi. Yeah. They're going to have a new one soon. So that's it. It's been a while. Nothing else? No. No, just um, if if we get this episode out ASAP, I've got a comedy show Thursday night, tomorrow night in Monica at Lowell starting at 8pm. I'm doing one of the support acts, do about 10 minutes, should be good. Headlined by Taylor from the Three Blind Men, who I was in Melbourne with, and MC'd by Nick from Three Blind Men. So it should be fun. You should stream it. Ten dollars at the door? No, you can, I don't want. I don't want to put my footage out, my my jokes out there. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> you've been listening to podcasts. What's your latest one you've been listening to? <clears throat> 
I've just been listening to audiobooks, man. What, um, what have you been listening to? Uh, a little bit of Joe Rogan today, talking to that um, technologist guy that he had on there talking about gene, uh, gene doping and uh, AI. and yeah, So that, that's actually been pretty cool. Oh, that was um, from a while ago, I'd, that one. Yeah, I think it was from last week sometime. Yeah. It's not long ago. Um, in audiobook wise, I am reading a book by a guy called Brian. Uh, where is it? Come on. Stupid. Stupid. Uh, Bill, Bill Bryson. Uh, a, sh- a short history of nearly everything. Which oh, is it? pretty cool, but I was hoping it would be more about historical events. And it seems to me that I'm now, what, probably a third of the way through and it's just mostly about science, scientific um, discoveries. That's interesting. Which is still cool. Yeah. Because there's a Stephen Fry book that he released on audio in podcast form instead for free because he wanted everyone to hear it, mm-hmm. um, which is six hours long. I'll send you a link for it. It's pretty interesting. Um, you can tell me if it's the same type of stuff. He just does a, a sort of a mini documentary. Each chapter just talks about the six major inventions that have changed the course of humanity, kind of like Sapiens for technology. Yep. Written and uh, seems- read by Stephen Fry. Yeah, seems to be covering more uh, scientific theory based on you know like chemistry, the, the the various fields within science and how chemistry was sort of discovered and evolved into a serious scientific discipline, geology, physics, and stuff like that. Talks about Einstein and yeah, you know the sort of important people, Isaac Newton. Yeah, that dude was a he was a crazy man. He's like a religious freak. He used to do experiments on himself. I found that kind of funny. He did one experiment on himself where he stared at the sun for a few hours directly at the sun just to see what would happen. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> cracked me up. He couldn't see anything. He went blind. He, he didn't get any permanent eye damage, but he he had to spend several days in like complete darkness so that his eyes could readjust uh, to just regular regular light. He used to wow. poke himself with needles. What an, inject- I- what an idiot. <clears throat> what an idiot yeah it's crazy yeah cool cool man alright All right. so we'll get this one up get 25th one coming up and we'll see how that goes it's gonna be fun if you had to be a betting man would you say the type R's the head, head runner yeah oh, definitely definitely from what I've read and I mean, there's reviews and then the actual experience. But from what I've read and from what I've experienced so far, just with the Type R, it's, yeah, I think it's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see it, how we go. It'll be interesting to find out which one's best. It's the only, like with the exception of the McGann, that 270, what was it? The 2770, 280, whatever it was, the one that we drove. Yeah. Um. I've not driven any other car. Not even the Audi gives it the sort of feedback that those two cars give. And I think it's just the way that... And that they still use electronic um, electronic uh, steering, yeah. but they've just tuned them in a way that's just nice and hard. It feels solid to get good feedback. So, yeah, yeah anyway. they put a bit of effort in. Yeah. Alrighty. All right. Talk to you soon. We'll end it there. Bye. Bye.